In the Word on the Go is brought to you by New Growth Press, the publisher helping every person grow closer to Christ. Before we get started today, I want to take a moment to introduce you to a brand new book called Radically Different. This 13-week study aims to help middle schoolers and young teens view life and especially relationships from a Christian worldview. Each week explores new relationships through the lenses of creation, fall, and redemption. Find your next read to encourage you in your faith and learn more about new releases at newgrowthpress.com. This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm your host, Champ Thornton. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today, I'm welcoming Joshua Cooley. Josh is a New York Times best-selling author, a sports writing veteran of over two decades, and a full-time children's minister. His latest book is The Biggest Win, Pro Football Players Tackle Faith. Also in 2018, he teamed up with Super Bowl 52 MVP Nick Foles to co-author the star quarterback's best-selling memoir, Believe It. Josh lives in North Carolina with his wife and four children, and I'm really glad to welcome Josh to the program today. Welcome to In the Word on the Go. Thanks for having me, Champ. It's great to be here. I am so glad. I've been looking forward to this, Josh, and I want to hear what verse you have for us today. Yeah, it's uh, Philippians 4, 5b through 7, and it says, The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Josh, you are a great storyteller. You've written stories about football players for years, but I want to know your story here. What is the story with these verses and you? Yeah, you know, as I was thinking about this, I'm not sure if there's any uh, one particular moment that makes this verse important to me. I just think, personally, it's the best passage in Scripture that clearly speaks to what believers need to do when we're tempted to worry or when we're enduring trials and frustrations. You know, it's, it's, it's relevant to all of us. We, we all get anxious. We're, we're all tempted to worry. We all go through hard times in our lives, and we need God's peace. And, and I love this passage so much because it's so practical and purposeful in what God calls us to do in those moments. You know, I can look through my life and, and just see many times where I just need to rely on this verse, this passage to uh, get me through those difficult times and, and say, um, say no to worry and, and yes to uh, going to the Lord in prayer. Yeah, that's a great reminder because that's not just your story. That's almost everyone's story. We all struggle from time to time uh, with anxiety. And this is a great reminder from scripture. So let's do this. Why don't you take this verse, if you were to flip it on its head and state the inverse, sort of the screw tape letters version, as it were, <laughs> of this book, how would you state it? Yeah, it's a great way to, to think about it. So here we go. You've got problems. Yikes. Well, good luck with that because the Lord is not present. In fact, he's nowhere to be found. No one knows where he is, so go ahead and be anxious. In fact, worry your head off. You better try and fix your problems yourself because you're not gonna get any help from a higher power. It's all up to you. Do everything in your extremely limited, finite human power to solve the issue. Don't pray, it won't do any good anyway. Your prayers will only hit the ceiling. It's every man for himself. Who knows how long this trial is going to last? 
but this much I understand. You're probably not going to have a moment's peace until this terrible ordeal magically ends somehow. After all, human circumstances always dictate spiritual peace. Or didn't you know that? Anyway, good luck. <laughs> wow. So just to clarify, that's not what you're saying. That's what you're saying that our hearts often tell us about where God is in our problems. Exactly. That's the complete inverse of, of this verse. It's, it, this verse is telling us that's not true and that's not how we should think and that we can go to God and we should go to God when we're feeling anxiety because he brings the peace that passes all understanding. Yeah. So let's go there. Josh, what would you say this verse does teach us about what our God is like? Yeah, our, our God is, is obviously completely different than that. He tells us that the true peace that passes all understanding, the, the peace that we cannot generate ourselves is completely available to us. And, and, and it's ours through prayer. And, and that is amazing. I, I love how the verse starts off. It says, the Lord is at hand. And, and that really um, informs the rest of the passage. God is near. That, that's how some other um, translations than the one I read um, started out. And so that, that informs everything. God, God is a God who is near. He's not far off. He's not aloof. He's not distant. He is with his children. And so uh, by nature of that, we can always come to him in prayer. We can approach the throne of grace with confidence because of what Jesus has done. And he will give us that peace that passes all understanding. And then in the later half of the verse, he's going to guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So this verse is just so rich with gospel truth. Um, mm. It's all because of what Jesus has done for us on the cross. Yeah, well said. Let's read it again. I'm going to read Philippians chapter 4, beginning at the end of verse 5, all the way through the end of verse 7. I'm reading from the Christian Standard Bible. It says, The Lord is near. Don't worry about anything. But in everything, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So as we reflect on this verse together, Josh, how has it affected you on a heart level? Yeah, one thing that really stands out to me is it, it makes clear that worry and anxiety are actually sins. You know, it says, do not be anxious about anything. That's not a suggestion or a request. That's a command of scripture. Worry is sin. Worry is saying, God, I know you can handle a lot of situations, but I think this one is a little too big for you. So I'm going to start freaking out right now. <laughs> <laughs> It, you know, it sounds funny to put it like that, but really that's what worry is. It's a lack of trust in God. It's saying his sovereign control is limited to most of the universe, but maybe not this specific problem that, that I'm dealing with right now. And of course, when we think about it like that, it sounds ridiculous. Um, you know, God sovereignly rules over all of his creation. Do not be anxious about anything. And, and that's what this verse is, is getting at the heart of. Yeah, it does sound ridiculous when you say it that way. But the truth is, it is difficult to live this kind of verse out. Why do you think that is? Yeah, because as sinners, worry comes naturally to us hmm. and, and prayer doesn't. You know, look at what happened even back in Genesis chapter three. As soon as sin entered the Garden of Eden, worry came in too. Adam and Eve hid from God. They were worried. They were, they were fearful uh, and, and they hid from their creator. We're very good at trying to fix things ourselves. We, we are sight-based people. But the scripture calls us to live by faith, Hebrews chapter 11. Prayer is all about putting our faith in the one who is unseen. But it's so good to be driven to our knees in prayer. It forces us to rely less on ourselves and more on the one who can actually give us the peace that passes all understanding. No one else can give us that peace other than him. 
So Josh, you talked about going to the Lord in prayer with our anxiety, with our concerns, but then it also adds these words that our prayer should be with thanksgiving. Why do you think those words are added in there? Yeah, that's a great question. I I think it's because our prayers can be so uh, self-focused. We can often treat God as maybe a a genie in a bottle, rub the lamp and he'll just Hmm. give us whatever we want, or at least that's how we treat him. But he's not just there to do our bidding. So we we want to come to to God in in prayer with thanksgiving. We want to remember all the things he's done. Look look at the prayers of scripture, the great prayers of scripture, and you'll see that they are just infused with thanksgiving, with remembrance of what he's done for us in the past. And so I think that informs our prayers and helps us remember what he's done for us before, and that will help drive out the fear and anxiety of the future, the the unknowns that we might be struggling with, because he's a God who is faithful. He's been faithful before. He's been faithful in Christ. And if he gave up his own son and did all these things to save us and redeem us from our sins, why wouldn't he do what we're asking of him now? It's almost the greater and lesser than principle. If he's redeemed us from our sins, which is the greater, why wouldn't he help us in what is probably the lesser situation that we're dealing with now? So even as we're asking him to change our situation and change our anxiety, we're acknowledging that he's good and he's in control. So Josh, it's been great to have you on the program today. This verse calls us to pray. So let's do that. Would you pray these verses for all of us today? Well, Heavenly Father, thank you that we can approach your throne of grace with confidence because of the atoning work of your son, Jesus Christ. You have moved heaven and earth to save us, writing the course of history to reconcile sinful humanity to yourself. So as believers, we can have complete confidence when the trials of life assail us, knowing that you have gone before us and that all things work together for the good of those who love you, who have been called according to your purpose. And we know that we can have peace, your peace, the peace that surpasses all understanding because of what you've done for us. So Father, help us not be anxious about anything. And we know that we can have this because of what Jesus has already done for us on the cross. And we thank you for this great promise. And it's all because of your mercy and your grace and your love for us. And we thank you, Father, for all these good things you've given us in Christ. And it's in his name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. This episode is brought to you by New Growth Press, which aims to bring gospel-centered resources to every church and home. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.